think about where your ideal customer is hanging out, know who your ideal customer is, and go where they're already spending time. Welcome to Manufacturing Happy Hour, the podcast where we get real about the latest trends and technologies impacting modern manufacturers. Manufacturing Happy Hour. Each week, we interview industry experts that are at the top of their craft and give you the tools, tactics and strategies you need to take your career and your business to the next level. And now your host, Chris Lukey. Hey, what's up? We got a short one for you this week, a bonus episode. We're going to be discussing content strategies for manufacturers that break through the noise. No interview this week, it's just me and you can think of this as an episode for the manufacturing marketing leaders out there. And I'm going to kick it off with this statement. The episode is really going to be built around this theme. Manufacturers need to share their unique perspectives to break through the noise. Now, later in the episode, I'm going to share three ways to do this. But first, I want to give you some background on, on where this episode came about. First of all, it's a holiday week here in the U.S. And if you've been following the show, you might know that I've been traveling all over lately from D.C. to Chicago to Dallas to automate in Detroit the previous week. So there, there's been a lot going on, so I need a little bit of time to, to get caught up. Our, our regularly scheduled interviews, they're coming back next week. But in the meantime, I, you know, I recently gave a keynote at a mastermind retreat that a dozen other leaders and voices in the manufacturing industry attended. And, and it got me thinking about this topic. So first of all, I should, I should say that this keynote was part of a new channel called Manufacturing Champions, where you get to hear from some powerful voices in the manufacturing industry. I'll also say up-and-coming voices in the manufacturing industry. Uh, we've done one event so far, but we're really focused on building a community of manufacturing leaders. So more to come on that. In the meantime, there are a lot of great keynotes from that discussion, a lot of them focused around storytelling and marketing. So this is this is just one of those. But mfgchamps.com. And I'm going to give you a summary of this keynote right here. The keynote was titled How to Monetize Your Unique Influence. I have a full video for that that's over on the Manufacturing Champs YouTube page. It's also embedded in the show notes at manufacturinghappyhour.com. So if you want to get a taste of that full video, I, I shared that from the perspective of running manufacturing happy hour as a lifestyle business, as a one-man show. So it's not like one-to-one -one applicable if you're running a manufacturing business, but I'm going to give you a quick summary of the topics that I covered during that discussion. So, you know, how do you monetize your unique influence? Because really this is built around how do you continue to stay differentiated as a voice in manufacturing, as a company in manufacturing, and I really broke that down to, to three of its own specific tips. And the first being, know your value. So to give some background, if you're a listener of this show, I'm not sure, but you, you might actually have a pretty good understanding of how powerful podcasts can be. Uh, you know, just some quick stats from Edison Research. These are a couple years old, but generally the, the point still sticks. 45% of podcast listeners are likely to visit a company's website 
when they hear about them on a podcast. 42% of listeners are likely to consider a new solution. The reason I bring these things up is because that means there is an opportunity to really capture high fidelity leads through podcasting. And, you know, it's different from let's say a typical Instagram influencer, right, that might have hundreds of thousands of followers. But when you see an Instagram post in your feed, that's not necessarily a high-fidelity engagement, right? You're scrolling through pretty quickly. You're probably procrastinating something. Maybe you're waiting in line, whatever it is. Seeing that for a split second on Instagram is very different from someone that tunes into a podcast for anywhere from 10 to 40 minutes to over an hour. One thing I was sharing to this group of marketing manufacturing leaders was you got to know your unique value. In my case, in terms of this podcast, it's kind of meta. It's having a really highly engaged audience. So, hey, first of all, thank you all for being out there and listening to this, especially those of you that listen to this show on a regular basis. But, hey, let's keep talking about how to build your influence. The second point that came when I was talking about monetizing your influence was you got to listen to your audience to really know what your influence or your value proposition is. When I originally started to co- talking to companies about being on Manufacturing Happy Hour as a podcast, part of my pitch was saying companies are going to learn about you. It could turn into leads leads, marketing, all those type of things that you want to build the funnel. And and there's no doubt podcasting is a wide end, front end of the funnel type of activity. It's where you're building awareness. But what I learned over time was that as people were listening to Manufacturing Happy Hour, I should say the people that were appearing on Manufacturing Happy Hour, their big value from being on the show was being able to use it as a recruitment tool. I mean, think about it. You've probably learned about companies when you've listened to this show that you're like, okay, I've got a bit of a vibe of who this leader is and maybe a bit of a vibe of who or what this company's culture is like. And when I would do that, people could start using that podcast. The people that appeared on Manufacturing Happy Hour could then hand that to candidates that were interviewing for a job and say, hey, this is what our company's all about. What do you think about this? I started to, by listening to my audience, learn that, hey, there's some unique value in manufacturing happy hour, not just as a way to raise awareness about a company to prospects, but also, hey, if you want to avoid a bad hire or you want to make sure you're hiring the right person, I talked to a company, one of the groups that's appeared on this show before that said, we show this podcast to the people that are interviewing for our jobs. And if you think about it, The cost of a bad hire is roughly 30% of that individual's first year salary. And they were able to say, we shared this with three candidates that in turn, some of them were determined not to be a fit for the company based on their response, based on sharing what they learned from the podcast and others they determined were a fit. So long story short, I'm saying if you listen to your audience, you can learn things and start repositioning your value based on what your listeners, your audience, your customers are really getting from you. So that was that was the second point. I know this is a lot a long background before we get to the core content today, but stick with me. Like I said, it's not a long episode. Anyway, when it comes to monetizing your influence, spreading your influence, third thing I said is to set the bar high. And this is maybe a precursor to some of the stuff we're going to talk about in terms of creating content that breaks through the noise. Because I think, you know, people always talk about 
raising the bar per se. My philosophy is just set the bar high to begin with. Like, don't bother. I mean, yeah, you can raise it, right? But why would you set it low just so you can raise it later? Just start with the bar up high. And and when I say that, I, people need to hold themselves to a high standard with their content, particularly if you're going to use it as a legitimate tool for your company or if you're going to monetize that content, whatever it is. The first thing I tell people is, hey, if you're an interviewer, ask the questions that you can't find online, right? You're not listening to this podcast to hear the features and benefits of a manufacturing company. Maybe you learn a couple of those things as you listen, but the reality is you're probably listening to this because you want to hear something that you can't find elsewhere on the internet. You want to hear about someone's why. You want to hear stories that in turn can translate to lessons. So that's the first thing I tell people. And I also say, hey, you got to be consistent, right? You can't just release a podcast here, two months later and release another one, two weeks later release another one. That, that just doesn't fly. You got to be like ESPN, like a TV network. Like this show is coming out at 6 a.m. every Tuesday morning or hey, every Wednesday night, that's when this episode comes out. Pick a consistency and stick with it because you come off a whole lot more professionally that way. And then finally, this last tip for setting the bar high is produce premium content. Get decent equipment. Make sure you're polished going into your interviews. Make sure you edit. Do the things that stick out relative to a lot of the other let's say iPhone photos or a lot of the other things you see across LinkedIn and the manufacturing marketing landscape these days. You want to produce something that you're proud of that people want to listen to. That was quite a bit of background. Know your value, listen to your audience, and set the bar high. That's what my keynote was around. I'd encourage you to go check out the video. That was a pretty short, condensed version of it. So why did I just spend like seven to eight minutes giving you background on how to monetize your influence? Well, the reason I bring this up is because I think this really translates to manufacturers needing to take a stance and sharing their unique story. So what are three content strategies that manufacturers can use to break through the noise? That's what we're going to be covering here in the rest of the episode. I'm going to give you three tips. I'll recap them quickly at the end, as I always try to do. Maybe take notes while you're doing this, but hopefully you hear some things that you're interested in leveraging in the future. So first thing I'm going to say, first tip is elevate your brand by leveraging the personal brands of the people in your company. I bring this up because when I have a lot of conversations with manufacturers and I'm talking about their digital presence, the first thing people default to is, oh, here's this page on our website that highlights this specific capability. Or, yeah, we've got a, we've got a marketing team. They run our LinkedIn company page and, and they're constantly posting stuff on there. That is not the most powerful way to leverage your digital channels. The most powerful way, in my opinion, is to find five or 10 people you have in your company and leverage their personal brands, leverage their voices to grow your company brand. I'm gonna name a few companies that I think do this really well. You know, in the context of LinkedIn, Gorilla76, they're a marketing agency in the manufacturing space. All of their people are very active on LinkedIn and they're constantly sharing insights, things you can learn about marketing and manufacturing space. They're not saying, hey, come to our webinar. They might do that 10% of the time, 
but the majority of what they're doing is they're sharing insights. Miller Resource Group, they're a recruiting firm in the manufacturing space. I recommend checking them out as well. They do a lot of the same things. They have a podcast. They share insights around the hiring landscape. And then occasionally they're asking, hey, we have a job opening. Take a look at this. But it's their people that are the voice of the company. And as a result, because other people, other folks that are engaging on LinkedIn start to see all of these individuals at Gorilla76 talking about marketing, at Miller Resource Group talking about hiring. As a result of starting to trust those people, they start to trust the brand that those people represent. And even bigger companies like Salesforce, for example, they have a whole crew or I should say a whole lineup of keynote speakers. I think they have like a dozen of them that are just constantly on the road giving keynote talks around customer success, customer retention, et cetera, building trust with their audience. I, I want to be very clear. We've been given a couple examples. We've talked about LinkedIn. We've talked about keynoting. We've talked about running a podcast. All of these are wide end of the funnel activities that are meant to build trust. Don't confuse everything I just mentioned with something that's meant to get a quick win tomorrow or next week or next month. Maybe you get lucky and that happens. I see it happen, you know, quite frankly, fairly frequently. But what I'm talking about is a long-term strategy. So first tip for manufacturers to break through the noise, elevate your brand by leveraging the personal brands of people in your company. Second point here, Pick a platform where you consistently share your story. I think as as a podcaster, you might be assuming that I'm going to tell you to start a podcast. Podcasts are great, right? I'll do another episode like this where we talk specifically about podcasting. But podcasts take a lot of work, and that's just one way that you can share your story, your company's story, the story of the clients you serve, etc., Another thing, kind of an easier entry into this, in fact, I was just referencing Gorilla 76. I was just talking to the Gorilla 76 team on a webinar about this. Podcast guesting is another great alternative. Maybe you're not going to start your own podcast, but if you want to leverage the voice of people within your company, appearing on other podcasts in your niche is a great thing to do. And just a real quick practical tip on how to figure out, hey, you know, I'm in manufacturing. How do I figure out what podcasts I should be on? Well, if you look up Manufacturing Happy Hour or any other manufacturing podcast, like on iTunes, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it, they're going to give you a list of other recommended podcasts and you'll see similar ones come up. So that's just a real quick trick, a real quick hack for figuring out what podcasts you might want to appear on. And you know, I was just talking about keynoting as well. Keynoting is another way that you can leverage a platform to consistently share your story and quite frankly, be posting on LinkedIn on a regular basis as well or Twitter or Instagram. Like think about where your ideal customer is hanging out, know who your ideal customer is and go where they're already spending time. We know in manufacturing, LinkedIn is a big spot to that. That's why I use it as a pretty frequent example. But if you go there, share your insights there, not constant asks, not constant links to come to my event, come to my webinar. You want to save those asks for when you've been building trust. But pick a platform, share that story consistently. I got one more tip before we take a quick break here because I told you I was going to give you three. So here's number three. You need to exercise self-awareness when creating your content. And it's I think it's a 
A simple question you can ask yourself a lot of times, is this content I'm about to share creating value for my audience, for my customers, etc.? An example I've started to use more recently is, maybe you've seen it too, we're in the manufacturing space, I think an in vogue piece of content to share that's easy and, and you know, there's nothing wrong with it per se, is to share a picture from a trade show or say, hey, we're here at this booth at this event, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's okay content. But the whole point of this episode is breaking through the noise. And if that's the main thing you're doing because everyone else is doing it, you're probably just getting caught up in the shuffle. One simple thing I try to do is rather than post a picture of me at a trade show or a booth at a trade show and say, hey, come check us out at this event, what I try to do is say, hey, here are my three takeaways from the first day of this trade show. And I try to be more specific. Here are my first three takeaways around digital transformation. Here are my three takeaways around cybersecurity from the first day of the conference. That's you providing an insight while also providing that behind-the-scenes content of you at an event. So I think one thing you always need to be asking yourself when you're posting content, sharing content, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, whether it's a big podcast, you're not necessarily competing for people's attention versus your competitors or versus other manufacturing companies. The main thing you're competing for is people's attention in general. And this is something I really try to stress because I think we get a little confused where we're like, oh, you know, we wrote this blog post. It's a great, you know, five point article on, I don't know, how to recruit the next generation to your company. Great example. It's got to be good enough that someone's going to take time out of their day in general, not just out of their professional life to look at that type of content. When you're making a podcast, as another example, you're competing against people's attention in the car where they could be listening to a hit show like The Daily or they could be listening to 80s hair metal, for example. So your podcast needs to be able to stand up to those type of things where not only is it informative, but it's got to have some level of entertainment value where someone's going to stay engaged versus switching the dial to the radio or to Spotify to listen to music or whatever that other alternative might be. Same thing, I think TikTok and Instagram Reels are a great example. If you're sharing a one-minute clip of your company on there, you're competing against people's attention for, gosh, tons of how-to videos, tons of trends. I, I, I don't even want to get down the TikTok, Instagram rabbit hole right now. There's a lot of noise there, and you got to be able to capture someone's attention within the first second. So, be thinking about high fidelity images, a really quick insight from an interview that someone was just taking part of that you can share with a caption right out of the gate to hook someone in so they don't get distracted and swipe up and keep on rolling through their feed. Again, you need to be self-aware when you're creating content. Is this going to break through the noise of all the other options I have, not just in the manufacturing industry, but all the other options I have in my life in general? So, I hope that was helpful. Let's recap those three. Elevate your brand by leveraging the personal brands of people in your company. That's step one for breaking through the noise. Two, pick a platform where you can consistently share your story. And then three, exercise self-awareness with all the other noise that's out there when you're creating your content. Hope this was helpful. We're going to get some announcements coming up, so stick with us. We'll be right back right after a word from our sponsor. 
This episode is sponsored by Traction. Now, I just got to know this company not too long ago after interviewing their founder, Igor Marinelli, on this podcast. Traction is an all-in-one hardware software solution that integrates condition monitoring IoT sensors and an asset management software, and it's all designed to make maintenance more streamlined, reliable, and profitable. Honestly, after hearing Igor's story, this doesn't come as a surprise, seeing as how he too worked on a maintenance team at a paper mill and has since been on a mission to empower frontline workers. Igor and the team at Traction are doing this through a predictive maintenance solution that is the most advanced on the market due to their patented USPTO-recognized fault detection technology. By having accurate and actionable data and by preventing faults before they actually happen, Traction is saving manufacturers an average of $10 million per trimester. If you want to learn more about Traction, head to Traction.com. And if you want to hear Igor's full story and why he believes frontline workers are at the center of manufacturing innovations, then tune in to episode 127 by going to manufacturinghappyhour.com slash 127 or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to today's episode. Hey, all right, folks. What did you think of that episode? Let me know what you thought. A little something different. Uh, I'm curious if you want me to do more episodes like this, right? Hit Manufacturing Up on Instagram, on Twitter. You can reach me at both of those at MFG Happy Hour. That's our handle. You know, maybe maybe bring this up by sharing what your favorite takeaway was from this episode to start the conversation because I do want to know if this is something that you want more of from the podcast, whether it's in the form of bonus episodes that, hey, maybe we release them on Friday. But I look at this as a way to help, let's say, the marketing-focused, content-focused people that listen to this show out with some very specific tips to help grow their brand. I can keep sharing the content strategies that I'm learning on a regular basis, but only if it's valuable for you. So uh, I should say if you didn't like it, um, maybe just send me a private message, a DM. You don't need to make that public. That would be cool. So uh, anyway, that's your call. That's your main call to action for this week. So manufacturinghappyhour.com. That's where you can find the show notes for this episode, as well as a link to the video I mentioned at the start, the full length keynote that I provide around the topic of monetizing your unique influence. You can also find everything I talked about there at mfgchamps.com. I mentioned that's the new platform where we're building a manufacturing community and elevating the voices of established and up-and-coming leaders in the manufacturing space. So there's a form you can fill out there. As always, if if you want to collaborate with me in some way, shape, or form, you can email me at chris at manufacturinghappyhour.com. Okay, final things before we wrap up this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. But as always, if you liked it, hey, leave us a five-star rating and review over at Apple Podcasts, on iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you listen to this show. The other thing I want to say is thank you, Traction, for sponsoring Manufacturing Happy Hour. You just heard about them. Make sure you check them out. And that's it. It was really quick announcements, right? You thought that might be longer than a minute, but it wasn't. So with that, stay innovative, stay thirsty. We'll catch you again next week for another interview. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Manufacturing Happy Hour. Powered by the Industrial Network.